All right, everybody, welcome back to the On Fire podcast after a break because of some scheduling shit, but we're back with Colton. How's it going, everybody? And we're back with Jay Shore, too. What up, baby? His On Fire podcast debut. Uh, yeah, we're here right after the Super Bowl. Joe Shiesty takes a big fat L. Justin, what do you got to say? Yeah, it, uh, big hype leading up to the game, and you know what? Uh, can't be upset about either team winning, but... Jamar Chase, no TD, OBJ, TD, yeah, for sure. Lost his knee, though. We'll see that next year, but that's a pretty expensive knee right now. Vegas Sportsbooks, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I thought the Bengals had it, to be honest. Like, I mean, it was all Bengals, all game, besides the first quarter. I thought the Rams dominated the first quarter. Yeah, but, 100%. Uh, yeah. Me, yeah. And, uh, me and Justin picked Bengals to win it. We threw a wager on it, and it didn't pan didn't out work. for us. So, yeah. yeah, it's tough for sure. Like, when you're uh, betting, is obviously uh, not, uh, it's never easy to do, but you hope for the best circumstances to come out of it. But the thing that got me, um, when you're watching NFL, like, I'm a, re- I'm a religious sports fan, and uh, every single game all season long, you see flags come and go all game long. Whether you're a Steelers fan, you're a Eagles fan, you're a Cowboys fan. I'm a cheesehead, so go Pack Go. But <laughs> I'm a cheesehead. Yeah, all day, baby. But you see flags come and go all day. Like, I, I doesn't, it doesn't, is not something that I'm over exaggerating here. And you watch that Super Bowl and I get it. T. Higgins scored that TD on Ramsey there. No flag on the face mask. But you want to pull your flag out of your park pocket in the last two minutes. Yeah. See, that's pretty rough like there. Ten like 10 times. Yeah, 10 yeah. times <laughs> last two minutes. Like you got, if, if you're going to let the boys play, let them play, right? Mm-hmm. Dump and change. It's not yeah. that hard to do. And... I get it was a great ref crew. Don't get me wrong, and NFL don't come back at me on this, but <laughs> terrible refing last two minutes. Yeah. Those refs were shaking their knees. They didn't know yeah. what to do. Give it to the hometown team, and Rams deserve it. But yeah. still upset at the end of the day. It's just uh, you know, like I'm not a big football guy, but this year kind of I've cared more about it than ever, and I feel like in the future I'll be getting more and more into it. But uh, just kind of seeing like on that last down there where. Uh, you know, you see the Bengals take down like like every fourth down they've been going for it all game. But there's a point where the coach has got to realize, hey, we're down by three. All we need is a field goal to even tie here, give us the best chance. Is it really worth the like high risk kind of medium reward kind of like fourth and one? Like, let's just run it. Like, let's just go for a throw instead of, uh, a, you know, try to go for the field goal with shooter or like what, whatever you do. Right. But I don't know. Strange decision by the coach, in my opinion. But um, I mean, he's an NFL coach. What do I know? Um, but like, you know, it, it worked out for the rest of the game. Just sucks that the last play of the game, 40 seconds left in the Super Bowl. It just sucks that that's the one that didn't work out. That's right, man. But, uh, now that the NFL season's over, I mean, we can focus on hockey more. Focus on the NHL. Yeah. Right. Like we've got the latter half of the season, the best half of the season. We've got the, um, we've got a lot of stuff to look forward to. A lot of people on pace for, 40 50 60 goals like depending on who you look at right and um you know we might not see some 50 or 60 goal scorers like uh you know they might slow down but we've got the trade deadline coming up um and you know i'm i'm sure there's bound to be a lot of um news surrounding that um colin what are you looking forward to in the latter half of the season 
the playoffs, man. Like, obviously, the trade deadline and seeing the acquisitions. But, I mean, I'm really looking forward to the playoffs this year. Hey, hey Cole, is uh, Sean Monaghan going or staying? He's staying in Calgary, man. He's gone. He, why he's why gone. would he? Why he's, would he stay? He's gone after the season. Not at the. They're not going to uh, trade him at the okay. trade. He's deadline, not, he's not so. worth my trade now. Fourth no. line. I mean, it's, Lucic is a ten times better player than he is, he is right now. He is. And obviously, Sam Bennett leaving last year. You're hearing about the success of Lomberg and Florida. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't risk to leave Sean Monahan. The guy the guy can be putting pucks in deep. He can uh, be scoring late those late game goals to get you past in the playoffs. But it takes forever to shoot the puck. I hate that about him, man. Yeah. I think, like, Monaghan's going to head on down to Florida with uh, Lomberg and Bennett, and he's going to join the boys. And, Sa- sounds you know. about right for an ex-Flame, does it not? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mazda said him Team Canada, like, Wilderspoon and Corbin Knight. <laughs> those guys, I mean, Team Canada's men, come at me if you want, but I don't know. <laughs> come, like, I, 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 you know what? He wants the smoke, boys. <laughs> Send it his way. At Shore Daddy with three Ys on Insta. Send it his yeah, way. 100%. Come at me if you want. <laughs> It's tough to put an effort in to watch those men's hockey team right now, especially without the NHLers in it. It's not uh, the best players. In no, the world. Like, obviously, our, obviously our women's best in the best oh, yeah. in the world right now. Best in so, the world. So yeah. I mean, when you're comparing the two, I shout get out it. MPP. Yeah, MPP Spooner. What's up? You want a fork? I'd Spooner. Yeah, I'd yeah. Sparker. You want a fork? <laughs> What's but, up, Spooner? You want but, a fork? Yeah, yeah. I know it's tough to NHL for sure. Like we got we got a lot of things to think about and. Uh, I mean, one thing, I don't care who you are right now. I get it, Montreal, uh, Vancouver, Edmonton, you guys are safe. Don't sleep. don't lose any sleep there. But if anybody else is looking for a coach, I think you're all out of options moving forward in the second half of the season. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Bring back Ken Hitchcock. Yeah, Ken Hitchy. What about Dave Tippett? Are we going to tip a bottle back for him tonight? I heard that, heard that Joel Quenville guy's looking pretty available after yeah. the whole rape accusation but thing. So, if, you know, if I got Evander Kane, may as well just throw our whole all our morals out the window yeah. and just hire Joel, you know? The big mustache, you know, what do you do? I mean, I hear we're bringing back former NHL stars like St. Louis. Like, let's just go down the um, Hall of Fame list and, like, bring back uh, people Hull. like Iggy and, yeah, Brett Hall. He can maybe he'll chug a beer through the jersey while he's on the bench or something. Um, yeah. TJ Oshie. Yeah, exactly. So what, uh, what does that, uh, moving forward, are we going to see any more uh, ex-NHLers come out of the woodwork? Uh Sorry, Jerry Sandusky, but uh, <laughs> coming out of the woodwork here, uh, we see uh, Martin St. Louis come out, start coaching uh, Montreal here. Uh, who else out of the 2002 Olympics? Maybe not 2002. Jerome Ginla. Yeah, not yeah. even Ginla, but what about Roberto Luongo? He's top yeah. five on the list, most wins Facts. all time goaltender. Yeah. Where Brodeur, where are you at, right? Like, yeah. Are we going to see these players that. Oh, and Brodeur's even... busy doing car insurance commercials, or no, oh. rental car commercials. Yeah, yeah. That's and what he's doing. picking and, people up, man. Yeah. yeah. Enterprise. <laughs> He'll pick right? you up. Yeah. So I don't know. It's tough. Like I said, there's no coaches left in the NHL for sure. Like, you want to look back at the, five years ago, the whole Pacific Conference, all their coaches are still in the league, obviously, all with different teams right now, but. I mean, you're pulling Martin St. Louis out. Obviously, great guy for Team Canada. Great, great guy in the NHL. But who do you got left if you need a new coach right now? Is Gerard Gallant coaching anybody right now? Is he the Rangers head coach? Yeah. Or like, where is he coaching? I, I don't see. know, honestly, where Gallant is. But that's that's one thing I brought up, like, I think four or five days ago. Is So, Las Vegas Knights, when they started in this show, 
They went their first two years. First year, obviously, went to the cup final. They had like a 0.85 win percentage. Something disgusting. And they let their coach go. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and their GM too. Yeah. Like their GM GM who built that team. And like they're just so – they're so quick to let people go. Like they really only have like Wild Bill and – um, who else from like Marcia? So I think and was Robbie Smith, right. Line, yeah. yeah like line. I think it's, yeah, that whole line are the only people that's left from that original team in 2017. Like but if we're talking, letting people go easy, um, what was I, Oh, who was it that, uh, just got let go? Well, they got rid of Cody glass. Yeah. Cody glass. I wasn't talking Vegas per se, but oh, okay. They got um, rid of Suzuki. They got rid of Peyton Krabs. Like they dropped all these first rounders and get rid of them for, better players which is like really interesting it's yeah i've never really seen a team you know like it's not that vegas is going is doing it and then like they're failing because of it they're actually doing they're They're still doing really good it's just i'm i've never seen really a team that's so quick to just waste all their first round picks they're like we draft nick suzuki who turned out to be a good player Peyton Krebs could be a good player. I mean, now that he's in Buffalo, probably not. But like, you know, but like there's so many people that they drafted and it's like, well, like why just get rid of them, right? That's exactly where I was going a few minutes ago. Not on the draft pick side of things, but the coach side of things. Yeah. Look at uh, Washington Capitals. They're the first ones that go Barry Trotz after they won the cup. Yeah. And now RAP is stuck in the island, right? In New York there, not doing so well, right? Uh, Tito Boves and Matthew Barzell. Yeah, yeah, underdog coming to all these teams, big uh, Chara on the blue line. But, I mean, yeah, it's tough. Like, I just can't believe that Vegas was the first one to get rid of Gallant. And then, uh, obviously, Capitals were the first one to get rid of... uh, um, uh, Barry Trotz at the end of the day, right? Yeah, and I can't believe the Flames got rid of Wardo. Wardo. Yeah, like well, I think Daryl Sutter is such a good coach, yeah, and like we were talking about all those ex players coming back uh, as coaches, like Martin St. Louis, who's exactly. the best player in the in the Montreal Canadiens organization Andre, right Andre. now. What the right? hell were the Flames thinking with Jeff Ward as their head coach? Like, yeah. when the players are calling him Wardo and not like Coach <laughs> Sutter, for example, yeah, they're, they're like calling him Wardo, like that's. Yeah, that's that's a sign of dis good, like yeah, they exactly. there's no respect from the yeah, players man. to that. But uh, what what I'm trying to say is like um, we had Martin St. Louis come back. Mm-hmm. I think Calgary, if they had a bad coach right now, would be in a position to bring Jerome McGinley if he wasn't too busy, you know, uh, you know, coaching U fifteen AAA prep school. Like I'm sure they would have thrown the offer out to him by now if like we're uh, if we didn't have Daryl Sutter as a coach because Daryl Sutter's doing great. But I feel like if we didn't have a good coach right now, I think Eggy would be um, up in line for that prime candidate for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, if I was uh, an owner of an NHL team right now, my top three, I would definitely have Don Cherry on there. So, Oh, if oh, he yes. brought back, he's he's on. you people better start skating faster. I Suicides for you. Yeah. yeah. That guy, He if, if he started, like, coaching a team, though, with anybody like P.K. Subban or Trevor Zegras or anybody who tries doing anything other than, like, old hockey where you just run people from behind, like, anything fancy or something like that, he's, he's, he's telling the GM to trade you the next day, right? Exactly. So right now we hear John Torts talk about uh, uh, Zegers and Anaheim there. And, and McDavid too. And McDavid and his goals. And okay, he says, one day he says they're not good for the show, etc. I want to know John t- uh, Don Sherry's uh, take on these yeah. Michigans, these uh, flip from behind the net, the half Michigans, whatever you want to call them, right? Mm-hmm. How about Kachuk going between the legs last week, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I bet you if you want to put a stat on the between the legs goals in the NHL, Kachuk is leading. Oh, by remember, far. Yeah, remember, sure, yeah. remember in Nashville, 
his overtime winner there with a a one-timer through the legs. One-timer above the hash marks. Top corner in overtime. So I want to know what Don Sherry, yeah, I get it. He calls you people, you people. But uh, (laughs) at the end of the day... Yeah, Torts Torts says what he wants, but what does Don Sherry think about these guys? Yeah, nobody gives a shit what Tortorella has to say. I want to hear what that guy has to say. You know, tell him to throw his whatever suit jacket he's got in his closet right now. Tell him to throw one of them on and come on down to the Saddle Dome or come on the On Fire podcast, and I want to hear what he has to say. I think... I don't know what Don Cherry would think of Zegris, to be honest. Like, he was always against, like, Subban and his showboating, right? And I, I feel like he's kind of he's in that same mindset as John Tortorella, where he doesn't like those loud players. And I feel like Zegris, like, getting the gad and all that is not is very loud. And, like, I, I think it's good for the league. Like, him showing up at the shootout challenge, and it's, like, it's really bringing it closer to the dunk challenge for the NBA, where it's, yeah. like, such a big thing for them. And that could be our dunk challenge. And for the past, like, there's been a span where it's just kind of been people actually trying to score on the shootout. Nobody wants to see that. They want to see Trevor Zegers come out in the average tricks, Joe's jersey. Right? Yeah, they want to like see Jack tricks. Hughes. They want to see Jack Hughes do the magic trick. They want to see Patty Kane do the Superman. The they want to see, like, yeah, exactly. Johnny Gaudreau become the baby out there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah with Jakob Voracek. Like, we want to see this, and it's it's great for the league. And honestly, if if they actually want people to um, like watch the All Star game, I think the shootout challenge is the key to that because um and also another key to that is the players can at least pretend that they want to be there because you watch these like events and like i get i get it might not be fun for the players but can you at least pretend to enjoy it because it's not fun to watch when you see them giving snappy responses to the reporters and like yeah it's fucking cold out here i don't even want to fucking be here and i'm like okay well i don't want to fucking watch you be here then you're obviously fucking miserable like what do you think dude and all those players like Saturday night in Vegas, yeah. you already know what those guys were doing. Like those guys yeah. were having the time of their lives. Like, yeah. did did you see Johnny Gaudreau on Sunday <laughs> yeah. morning, man? Yeah, I've never seen a guy look. So I'm surprised hungover. he didn't get them to turn down the arena lights for him before he came out on the ice. But he had his hair all messed up. Like I can only imagine the hookers and blow that guy got into the night before. Oh. Hey, yeah, man. Like, like Johnny Cocaine in Las Vegas for the weekend. Oh, you better better hold on to your belts you know, after you, that. Every restaurant in the area should have had a booster seat ready for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, yeah, it just sucks that like the players don't enjoy the all-star weekend. And like, I don't, it's not that I don't blame them. It's just like, I don't want to watch the all-star event except for the shootout challenge. Like that's kind of what I tune I'm, in for. I'm in the same boat. I thought, the um, shooting pucks on the Bellagio fountains was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, it like, just doesn't look like they're having fun. And no, like, I'm watching exactly. it because it's fun. It's a week away from the regular NHL and they're not trying hard. They're just like out there showing their skills exactly. that these world-class athletes have. They're doing it for the kids. Yeah, we, we do it for the kids. Shout out Brad and do it for your kids. Yeah. You know, Brad. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, like about the whole like coaches thing that we were talking about earlier. I think this season um, we're pretty close to the record for most coaches fired in an NHL season. Like this might be the bloodiest season for coaches. I think we're close. I don't think we've passed it though. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. It ain't safe. After 12, it ain't safe. (laughs) At least, uh, you know, like Marty St. Louis comes back for Montreal there. Cole Caulfield. Yeah, like, do you do you see Marty St. Louis being, like, a long-time thing? Or, like, no, do you, no, no. you just kind of see that guy just, like, kind of showing up and, like, doing no, whatever? I, I read an article, and, like, Cole Caulfield has idolized Marty St. Yeah. Louis his whole mm-hmm. life. 
And then Marty St. Louis goes behind the bench. Caulfield scores. And then Two the, ne- goals. the next well, game. Well, one yeah. got called off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the next game, Caulfield scores. So it's good to see Cole Caulfield's finally picking in. Yeah, exactly. Well, Montreal Canadiens uh, GM there. Um, his son and Marty St. Louis, I believe it's both their sons are on the line together in college yeah. hockey too. So, I mean, that's a good story. Um, Martin St. Louis, obviously uh, one of my favorite hockey players of all time. Great idol for anybody, uh, I guess, born uh, late 90s, obviously early 2000s and beyond, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's when he played in the show, right? So, I, I, But I don't see him becoming a long-time coach. Um, Quadzilla there. He, yeah. he definitely, you better listen to him when he speaks on the bench. Yeah. Um, but well, he's not going to be there for a while, so just take in what you can now. Exactly. Take what you can in now. And he was a great Olympian for Team Canada. He was a great player in the NHL. Uh, for obviously Tampa Bay Lightning, he's got a fake cup under his belt. Yeah, fake cup under his be- belt. That's the only downside I have of him. But mm-hmm. we'll never, we'll never celebrate that here. But yeah. other than that, yeah, no, great for him to get the job. And I mean, hopefully that brings more guys into uh, the list of coaches in the NHL, right? You yeah, know, you know, one coach that's available to coach that I just thought of is Paul Maurice, who resigned as the Winnipeg Jets coach. Oh yeah, for like. Basically saying the team needs a yeah, change. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he just yeah. resigned. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot that he just like dipped for yeah, no what reason. A good... For the boys. Hey? <laughs> that was FTB. That was just, you know what? Like, Paul Maurice? Where you at? Let's have a beer. That was for the boys. Buddy, if you're still in Canada, call, take the red eye to Calgary, buddy, and we'll... Uh, we'll I'll pick you up. Yeah, I'll pick you up from the airport from pick YYC. Up, we'll head on down to Cowboys, maybe hit some tables like Evander Kane hits his girlfriend, and like we'll, we'll win a what couple. What about Adrian Peterson? Yeah. Another, another assault <laughs> charge out of the books out of nowhere. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Hey, how are you? Let me play on five Heaton. teams last year. Yeah. Don't make any of them. You know what? It's not that hard. Just Who's worse, A.B. or Adrian Peterson? A.B. or A.B.? No, you know what? A.B. A.B. is someone that people should look up to yeah. nowadays. A.B. is an idol. Mm-hmm. He needs to be back in the NFL. <laughs> he wants to be on the Ravens. Don't go to the Ravens, but... Well, but I, they've got the they've got uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league like this year at least, and like their their kicker with that absolute leg on him, right? Yeah, nothing like shooter. Yeah. Oh, nothing like yeah. shooter. Tucker yeah. tucks him in goodnight. Yeah, tu- yeah, Tucker. That's yeah, 60, you, 65? Yeah, yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't go wrong with Tucker for sure. You, easy fantasy draft. Tucking him uh, in. <laughs> Alex <laughs> tucks him to, what a, to what bed. A great yeah. first name for Tucker, Justin. Oh, Alex Tuck's been actually playing really good for Buffalo, yeah. speaking yeah. of. Uh, yeah, speaking of ex-Vegas guys. Well, look at, look at just how a lot of people are doing for Buffalo. Like, Alex Tuck's doing good. Jeff Skinner had four goals. Four he's, goals like, at 20 now or something. And yeah. honestly, like like I said, we're halfway through the season, and he's already at 20. Like, I get that he's being way overpaid or whatever, but still, if he gets to 40 goals, you guys are actually paying him a pretty good amount because that's what you paid him for. You paid him to be a 40-goal scorer. 40 if he goals, gets there. Yeah, 20 goals. 40 games left, one goal every two games. That's doable. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel. If you're Jack Eichel right now, mm-hmm. you're looking at all these guys in Buffalo lighting it up. <laughs> I don't like, think he's missing it. Is he missing it? But, Buddy, I don't think he's missing her at all. I think he's okay, I think so. he's out at the casinos in Vegas as we speak. He sees Jeff Skinner on on the bed on the books right now scoring four goals and I think he just takes another shot, goes to another slot machine and just thinks about when he's going to in the next month or so when he's back on the ice. But, but Eichel's not in Vegas. He was in Calgary the other day with yeah. the team, right? He, well, he's he, with the he's Vegas team. With the team, so yeah, yeah I don't know. 
obviously, I, I was joking about that. I know yeah, I could doesn't miss Buffalo. I don't think anybody would, but I mean, the boys are lighting it up. Yeah, <laughs> you just never know. You where's just Daniel Briere when you need him? Yeah, Daddy yeah, Heatley call me. Yeah. yeah, where's Hasek? B- Buffalo, where you at? on the map yeah come on bring back danny breer behind the bench man like and then call up uh, the danny heatley twitter account i'm sure he'll come uh, help out your team someone or whatever yeah exactly so i i got a question right now so we're yeah. sitting here post super bowl 9 15 on a sunday night yeah team canada is playing switzerland i don't even care i don't even no, care about <laughs> we, i know we don't even care but so let's say <laughs> odds are 1.01 yeah. Canada win against Switzerland at 15, right? Are you putting money on Canada? No. <laughs> you're not You're not trying to get two cents out of a you $2 need, bet? You would need to bet $1,000 to make $10, man. And you're telling me you're not going to do that? No. That's so, a free okay. 10 bucks. All right, so you're not hitting it. I get it. Because obviously, in Alberta, you're a sports select. You, you max out at $100, right? So, yeah. But let's say I put $100 on Team Canada. Right, so I, I leave with a dollar and one. I, I leave at a hundred and one dollars, right? So I make a dollar. I can't even buy a Slurpee with that. But you know what? <laughs> For the record, I won a hundred dollar bet. Are you hitting that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Wait, do, are you? Do you feel that nerve? Like, are you a little bit nervous? About He's shaking in your boots up no. there for twenty four hours. Are your timbers shivering, Colton? Guaranteed money, man. Don't you? Yeah. Or you got a little FOMO for missing out on that one dollar? Guaranteed money, unless you hit a parlay, then you then you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, oh I don't think anyone's missing out on the Team Canada one cent to the dollar. You know, you know? I had it. You know, you can on go every pick bottles on the side of the road. You could. You know what? If you have a landline with Telus right now, it's seven cents a month. You know what? You put a hundred bucks on Canada, you ain't even covering that seven cents. Right now. Like, that's how much they're favored to win. Oh my god! Shit! All right, yeah, no, that was that was awesome. It was great to have Jay Shore, baby, on the podcast. Are we, out, we out here. How, how'd you how'd you enjoy your first appearance on the On Fire podcast, Jay Shore? You know what? I'm still a little bit sore from last night. Had a big night with the boys. Big three uh, goals. Muddy drunks. Big three goals. Big, we're, we're. He's turning into Quadzilla. Quadzilla, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was great. It was my third po- first podcast ever post Super Bowl. Mixed emotions. You know what? We're sitting yeah. here, middle of winter. It's a little cold in the basement, but you know what? It was a, You know what? Overall, it was great. It was comfortable. Thanks for Colton and thanks for Brandon, the host, having me. Hey, we we appreciate you coming, yeah, man. Cool, we appreciate it. We will do it and, again. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to Wet Jeans Podcast, uh, the boys, uh, Robbie, out there in uh, Arizona. Robbie. You guys are great. Yeah, hope to have you on one day. We need to collab. Hey, we're and, gonna have to, man. And just great to know your uncle is still one hundred percent on the Super Bowl coin toss. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, and thanks, uh, Wet Jean Podcast. Uh, at, Shout out the Danny Healy at, Twitter at, account at Big Heat Daddy on Twitter. Yeah, you guys, this is on Fire Podcast. I'm that's our, I'm pretty Daddy. sure that's our second shout out to the Heat uh, Daddy Twitter account in uh, like the On Fire Podcast history. Absolutely. Like we we love that guy. Um, yeah, it's been a great podcast. Joe Shiesty, 2023. Yeah, he's got the it. Story Couldn't make the story, but uh, <laughs> it's tough when the flags come out in the last two minutes. You know what? Big football guy, but don't like that game. <laughs> Big, huge. Don't like the way the game ended. He's all about it. Yeah, yeah. He loves never, it. Never bet. Just go pick bottles on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, don't bet on Canada. Go pick bottles on the side of the road. That's what we learned here today. Justin, what'd you learn? Yeah, I learned, uh, <laughs> obviously... <laughs> Can't win a bet. Uh, Joey B had 
100 bucks will get you a dollar. Yeah, 100 bucks will get you a dollar. Not, not, not enough for a Slurpee, but... No, it's still a win. Still a win. <laughs> That's still a W. We take those. We, we take, take those. Them. We I'm take... Out. All right, we'll We're see out. you boys later. You ready? Yeah. Yeah.